Welcome to the Business Administration Podcast. Hello, I'm Dr. Leslie Stukup, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about sleep. We've all been told that seven to eight hours of sleep is needed in order to live a healthy life. However, many of us are not anywhere close to getting that. In fact, many average four to six hours of sleep which means we have a severely sleep-deprived world. I would guess that many of you are burning the candle at both ends. I know that I personally have. You may even be working more than one job and expected to do more with less. Luckily, I have some strategies that we're going to cover today and some techniques that can help you get more and better quality sleep, which is what we all need and probably desire. Before I go into the strategies and techniques to help you get better quality sleep, I want to share a story with you. If you weren't aware, I spent 25 years active duty in the United States Air Force prior to retiring and entering higher education. My husband was also active duty in the Air Force and has since retired as well. Before we had children, it was not uncommon for both of us to work late or even for me to bring my work home with me and work on it after hours. There wasn't much work-life balance happening there for us. We both had lots on our plate, so to speak, and I'm sure you can relate. We averaged, looking back, probably four to six hours of sleep during the week, but our saving grace was that on the weekends, we were able to take naps, and that allowed us to recover some energy, which I'll touch on that technique shortly. However, things changed for me when I decided to get a doctoral degree. During my first doctoral course, I found out that my husband and I were expecting our first child. I realized quickly that I had to change my sleep habits. Luckily, this was also the time that I started teaching resilience and started looking at the research. And I knew that it was possible to change and still be productive and get what I needed to do done. I started to change what was within my control so that I could get more sleep. I quit watching live television and took a step back from social media. And I know this can be a hard one for many people to to achieve. I was amazed by how much time this gave back to me. You don't realize how much time is sucked away from these two mediums. And if it's not live television, you can put in there Netflix or any one of those streaming platforms. 
Additionally, I established a schedule for my days and made sure I stuck to them. Obviously, there's going to be emergencies that pop up and you just roll with it. Furthermore, I set up a bedtime where I had to be to bed no later than this time. As hard as that may be, I was able to stick with it. I also took a few minutes before bedtime to practice gratitude and mindfulness. This helped to calm my mind and make me sleepy and it greatly enhanced the quality of my sleep. As a reward for doing all of these things, I would allow myself to have a fun day per se, which would usually be on a Saturday or Sunday so I could live it up to the fullest extent. This increased the likelihood that I would stick to my new regimen and it worked, at least for me. At first, it was difficult, but after a couple of months, it became easier, and then it became a habit. Now, with kids, it has added a few more variables to the mix. But the best part is that now my kids are able to pick up the healthy habits that I have developed. And I can see them establishing new healthy habits into their life. Now that I've shared my story, let me share some techniques with you that will allow you to establish a healthy sleep routine and give you that better quality sleep that you desire. The first technique is exercise. This may be something that may be difficult for you to do. So if it is, you just start off slow. However, you want to schedule this exercise to happen more than three hours prior to your bedtime, or at a minimum, three hours prior to your bedtime. Otherwise, you will find that it's going to be hard to relax and fall asleep. Another key to this technique is finding an exercise that you look forward to. So if you really love nature, go out for a walk. Enjoy the, the nature that is around you. Personally, my go-to workout is boxing and flow workouts in a virtual reality app called Supernatural. I, I fell upon this, this app by accident and once i found it i discovered a new love for exercise it, it reinvigorated me now every day i look forward to getting a little a, a little workout in and it works perfect for me and ironically even though some of the exercises are hard i still look forward to them and it its added benefit is my health is improving and I'm getting better sleep. The next technique is to avoid taking naps too late in the afternoon or early evening. I'm a big fan of naps, but if you take them too late in the day, you will find it difficult to fall asleep and it will lead to you getting less sleep than what you normally do 
which is, is not good for anyone. Naps, if taken early enough in the day, are a great way of recovering some energy and helping you get the additional rest that your body craves, especially if you didn't get much sleep the night prior. It's amazing how much a 20 to 40 minute nap can change the outcome of your day by helping you feel better and getting that added rest. The third technique is to avoid caffeine and alcohol. Caffeine has a half-life of five to six hours, which means that it can be in your system for 10 to 12 hours. Be mindful of this when you choose a beverage to drink. As far as alcohol, if you are of age, you might think that drinking an alcoholic beverage helps you relax and sleep. However, that is not the case. Alcohol has the opposite effect. It will decrease, didn't say increase, it will decrease the quality of your sleep and for some, it might cause insomnia. The next technique is to avoid eating, working, or playing games in bed. Unfortunately, when you do this, your brain begins to associate other activities with your bed rather than sleep, and that will prevent you from getting a good night's rest. It's best to train your brain to associate the bed with sleep to give you the best quality sleep you desire. The fifth technique is to keep a notepad next to your bed. Many times as we are starting to drift off to sleep, our minds start to race and think about all we must do the next day. Write these thoughts on your notepad so they are recorded. Now you can relax and begin to drift off to sleep. You can be assured that the notepad is not going anywhere and you will be able to review your thoughts in the morning because they're right there on the notepad waiting for you. The next technique is to turn your alarm clock away from you so that you can't see it. There are two reasons this is important. The first being that sometimes as you are starting to fall asleep, you can become obsessed with the time passing, especially if it is late and you won't be able to get as much sleep as you desire. By turning the clock away from you, you won't be able to watch the time pass and hopefully this will help you to begin to relax and fall asleep. The second reason for turning your alarm clock away from you is to lessen the amount of ambient light in the bedroom. The more light you have in the bedroom, the more it can interrupt your circadian rhythm and make it difficult for you to fall into a deep sleep. The seventh technique to establish a quality sleep routine is to practice mindfulness or listen to relaxation music prior to, to going to bed. Doing this a few minutes prior to bedtime helps slow down your thinking and relax you. Essentially putting your brain and body in the mood to get some much needed rest. If you're interested in learning more, check out episode nine of this podcast 
where I cover mindfulness in more detail. The next technique is to practice gratitude before you fall asleep every night. This can be a powerful exercise and research supports that you will fall asleep in a positive mood, which in turn will help you get better rest. It will also help you wake up in the morning feeling in a more positive mood. And I can attest to that as I do practice this. If you're interested in learning more about practicing gratitude, check out episode six of this podcast to find more details. Now, the last technique I have for you is to read a book rather than watching TV, checking your phone, using a tablet, or even a computer prior to going to sleep. Researchers have discovered that the blue light, especially at night, suppresses the melatonin in your body. And unfortunately, this makes you less drowsy and it's gonna take a lot longer for you to fall asleep. And if you weren't aware, the melatonin our body generates helps us get quality sleep. Reading a book is a better option as it can be enjoyable and a relaxing activity prior to, prior to sleeping. I encourage you to try some or all of these techniques. At first, it might be difficult, but if you continue to use them, I'll bet you will start to see a difference in the quality of your sleep. If you have a suggestion for a future episode, please fill out the contact form on our website with your suggestions. I would love to hear from you. Until the next time, be safe and be well.